Have you ever noticed how celebrities have brighter, wider looking eyes? Their makeup artists have a little secret in their kit. Lumify Redness Reliever Eye Drops. Lumify dramatically reduces redness in just one minute. It literally happens right before your eyes to help them look brighter, wider, and more awake for up to eight hours. No wonder it's so loved by influencers, celebrities, and makeup artists and has over 6,000 five-star reviews on Amazon. Lumify is also the number one eye doctor recommended redness reliever eye drop and it's FDA approved. No bleach, no dyes. Plus, it's made by the eye care experts at Bausch & Lomb, so whether you're on set, on a date, or running on just a few hours of sleep, you can have eyes that look brighter and whiter with Lumify eye drops. When you try it, you'll see that it's what your eyes have been looking for. Check out LumifyEyes.com to learn more. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Sophia with an F. Before we get into the show, I'm here with my producer, Alex. Hi. That was a proper introduction. That was. I just needed to leave the United States. Excuse me, Hawaii is part of the U.S., so I did not (laughs) leave the United States. I just needed to go on vacation for a minute so I could stop taking you for granted. Thank you. And say your name. I'm glad it brought you back to Earth. Hi, everyone. Sophia with an F. Um, please subscribe to the show, share it with your friends. And I know I sound like a CVS salesperson, but there is new merch out, Sloots. Super cute fucking shit for the holidays that I'm obsessed with. The mug with my never released mugshot until now. Mm-hmm. How old am I in that? Who fucking cares? I'm like 19. And we are restocking things as we speak. So go check out the website, sophiafranklin.com. And now into the episode. So my update. First of all, if I sound like I'm yelling periodically throughout this recording, it's because I lost hearing in my left ear. I cannot hear anything left side of my body. Can't do it. Do you need a hearing aid? Probably, or I'm going to have to take antibiotics because I got water in my ear and it's been in there for three days now and I can't hear. Swimmer's ear. Yes. And it throws my whole fucking body off, my whole chakra, everything. So I might be screaming at some points. I might be whispering. I don't know. I've said 78 things to you, Alex, and you've had to say, huh? Yeah. And made me say it louder. I love how you're saying like you can't hear. She's like using the excuse of her not listening that she can't hear. But she never listened to me before this whole ear situation. But, you know, okay, go off, queen. That's very true. I don't really listen to what you have to say usually. But (laughs) I'm just saying I can only hear 50% of what I used to ignore. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So we're at like 1%. <laughs> yeah. We're, the chances are not good of me hearing anything you have to say. <laughs> so I was just in Hawaii and I had an amazing vacation. So many fucking things happened. I went scuba diving. I actually saved this little moment for you, Alex, because I thought you would appreciate it. I saw an octopus and an eel get into a fighting match. No fucking way. Yes! The octopus like glided across the water and hurried and burrowed into this little cave thing and the eel went crazy and the eel went into the cave (gasps) snapping and the eels are scary. They're disgusting. They're gross. Okay. Never seen one to be honest. I've had one on sushi and I... (laughs) I was waiting for that. I will not eat octopus though. Good. That's one thing I will not eat. And my goal for 2022, I'm not eating pork at all, ever, ever. <gasps> Amazing. Thank you. Okay, well, who won the fight? The octopus, duh. How am I supposed to know that? Do you know how smart they are? No, because you haven't watched my octopus teacher. Nope. I'm sure a lot of my educated fucking listeners have seen my octopus teacher. <laughs> and they are octopi. 
octopuses. Octopi. Octopuses. This, they're one of the smartest animals there are. Really? Yes. I would dare say they're the smartest marine life that we have. Mm, and dolphins. Huh? Dolphins are, but keep going. Okay. Everyone Google fact check that and let us know. But um, <laughs> the octopus survived. And just watching it, I felt like I was in a scene from my octopus teacher, the movie. Really? Yes. Like, I wanted to dive down and, you know, smack the eel away and kind of just shove him away with my flippers to save the octopus. And then I had a moment where I thought to myself, Sophia, you have to let Mother Nature take its course. Ooh. You can't interfere. That's a good point. Because the octopus has to learn. You can't do that. No. You're going to destroy like an ecosystem or something. No, exactly. It's a circle of life. But my little man, he survived and he survived good. I watched the eel leave that little crevice. So anyways, that was my <laughs> snorkeling adventure in Hawaii. How do you know if eels are electric or not? You let go and let God? I would love to look that up because I've talked to enough people where I know that what swimmers are scared of are the eels biting and not electricity. Oh, yeah. Divers will get bitten and it hurts like a motherfucker, I've heard. Which I've been bit by a parrotfish that was in Bermuda. No one believes me to this day. I have a picture (laughs) of it. I want the scar. People are like, what are we listening to? Underwater adventures. Yeah, guys, this this is now a swath National Geographic. Mm -hmm. I would love that. We're narrators. Call me Morgan Freeman. (laughs) Um, what else happened? Oh. I had a beach day with my man mm-hmm. and he went snorkeling and I looked out into the water and I could not find him anywhere. Okay. So then I stand up. I don't see his snorkel gear. I don't see him. And instead of just calming myself down and laying back down and being chill, I went into psychosis mode. Oh my God. I started hyperventilating, freaking out. And I'm not being dramatic. This is like what happened. I ran up to this dude who was for sure a local. He was there with his three dogs. He was holding a 40. And I, (laughs) (laughs) he reminded me of the band Sublime. Okay. Okay. Just very like a beach bum he was already super fucked up. I don't know why I decided him out of everyone on the beach is the guy I needed to go to. <laughs> and I ran up to him and I said, oh my God, can I ask you a question? Frantic. Mm-hmm. And he replied, well, you just asked one. Oh my God. Which sent me into tears. Aww. Then I started bawling. Alex, I started crying on the beach. And I said, I can't find the guy I came with I'm so came with my boyfriend, just a guy you came with. I hurry and switch it from boyfriend to guy I came with so I can (laughs) receive the proper help. That's honestly very fair. How smart is that? Very fucking smart. This dude is going to want to help me more if I'm like, my cousin is drowning (laughs) rather than me saying my boyfriend is. It's true. It's sad, but it's true. It's true. So I start bawling. His other friend sees me distressed. They're like, Come up here and look from this vantage point. I convinced myself he had drowned. Oh, my God. Well, long story short, he was fine. He had just, like, gone, you know, way, way, way past where he first entered the water. Uh But my whole thing is, why did my mind go to that? Is that a form of anxiety? Is that my my tsunami phobia manifesting in a weird way? Because I really do have a phobia of tsunamis. Probably. Do you think that's what it was? Probably a combination of all of that. I'm in Hawaii. Hang loose. Chill. (laughs) Vibes. Weed. Coconuts. Pineapple. Like, take it easy. (laughs) And I'm over here bawling like an uptight motherfucker. And it just put things into perspective. Like, I need to chill. Yeah. I'm like wound tighter than a top. Just ready to roll. High stress, just like very intense. I have a very intense 
presence, I think. Like you just go straight to worst case scenario? Yes. Mm. Whatever. The whole point is like, I need to learn to like let fucking go. Let God and let go and be more chill. That is what Hawaii taught me. And I think that's the best thing you can learn from a vacation. What else is new? Omicron. Mm. Omicron. We're moving to farther. What is it? Latin? <laughs> Greek letters? What is Greek. it? Greek. Yeah, we're on Omicron. Omicron now. now, guys. Everyone has it. I've had three references from Los Angeles say, hey, either I or one of my friends have it right now. Are you serious? Yes. Oh my God. So that shit is spreading like wildfire. It was the Delta announced the Omicron. Wasn't there a gamma in there? Delta, gamma. We went from frat house to transformers. I was about to say, that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> Omicron, now we're doing a transformers movie. We moved on <laughs> from the frat. Okay. So there's one last thing I want to say about Hawaii, and I think it will bring to light a bigger topic for us to tackle that I think everyone has dealt with before. Oxcord etiquette. So I went to Maui, and there is this thing called the road to Hana. This road can take anywhere from three hours minimum up to, I mean, some people spend 13 hours doing the road. Are you serious? Because they stop at every single stop. So naturally, I'm in a car with my man and I realized, damn, we have different music tastes. And you know what? I love him for this. Let me just explain something. He likes classical he loves Radiohead. He loves, he does, it's not just classical music. He likes, he likes very intricate music. Okay. Okay. So not like mumble rap. No. He's not trying to listen to the Migos. No. Cardi B. Nope. Nothing trending. Nothing like that. Thank you. Sometimes I want to listen to that shit though. Mm-hmm. So I was in the car. I tried to play one rap song. I think I tried to play Watermelon Sugar, uh, Harry Styles. I hate that song. Every time you put me somewhere outside of Utah, it's like my jam. Really? Put me in any warm, sunny, tropical place. I get naked to that song and I go crazy. I don't know why. So I tried to play that song. He shut it off. And I thought about this and I was like, there is this whole thing inside a relationship or outside of a relationship about ox cord etiquette. Have you ever gone to a party with really close friends usually Mm -hmm. and someone is just hogging the ox cord so hard and you're like, can you just play this one song? And then their response is, yeah, right after this one, right after this exactly. one. Exactly. Like I got this other song queued up, but like, yeah. yeah. Oh my God. I'm sorry. Are you Calvin Harris? <laughs> Why are you sitting in the corner of this room and there's four of us and you like won't let anyone play a song? There is an etiquette that comes to the shit. It's like, how can you be so confident that everyone's going to like what you have to play? Like, these people will walk into a party and run to the ox. They're like, I'm on ox. Mm-hmm. I think whoever feels the most passionate about the ox cord, <laughs> they go first. Yes. And they will make themselves known. Oh, yeah. Just like you said. Mm-hmm. You hop in the Uber with a bunch of people and that one person is grabbing the Uber driver and saying, hey, do you have an ox cord in here, man? Mm-hmm. Okay, they can go first. I'm going to let them have their airtime. Cool. And then after they play their shit, it's like, you can't just hog the ox cord all night and be sitting there all night trying to show people new music. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. No, this new song. No, this new song. Yeah, it's like, you got to play something universal at some point. Yes. Thank you. That's where I come in. That's where, that's where I'm really good because I will grab the ox and I will play a song that I know every fucking person at this party knows the song and is going to get hyphy and crazy to the song. Like what song? I'm picturing like eight, six, seven, five, three, oh, nine. You think I'm that <laughs> fucking old? 
Yeah. Well, now that you're putting me on the spot. Yin Yang Twins to the window, to the wall. No, I would play a banger that was current enough that everyone at the party would enjoy it. It probably would not be Yin Yang Twins. Probably Drake. Pop star. Boom. You've got the most of the party into it, into the song. Okay. Is there ever music or a song that's like not allowed? Country. <laughs> Please don't. Okay, fine. Country. That's fine. I actually can enjoy country from time to time. Alex, you know what we like to do? What? You know what I've noticed is when we get super, super fucked up, we play Spanish music. Oh my God. Latin music. Latinx music. You're so Espanol right. music. How else can I say it so I don't offend anyone? Uh, I think I said all of them. Music that is sang in the language of <laughs> Spanish. Okay. Mm-hmm. Why? When we're super fucked up though, on the speaker. Know. I don't know because we don't do it at the beginning of the night. It's mm-hmm. always the ending always of the, the night. Always But it always comes. It's like the nightcap. Mm-hmm. Is it till isolate people away from us you're so fucking or make people feel like oh like we're better than you because we have some culture yeah 100 percent. like oh you didn't think i was fluent in spanish i'm not but i know every (laughs) single word to this song so might as well be i'm not fluent at all but i know 28 out of the 38 fucking words in this verse right Mm -hmm. here that's literally Try to make people feel smaller. Mm-hmm. Well, I think we should show off our, you know, ethnicity and nationality with pride. And we do. We only do it at 2 a.m. Mm-hmm. on a Saturday night. Yep. But we fucking do it. So Oxcord etiquette, you guys have all been there. It's like you guys that are so controlling about it, you need to back up a little bit. Mm-hmm. I've gone into fights with people. No, you haven't. It, well, kind of. It gets fucking annoying. Pass the fucking ox cord, man. Mm -hmm. Let me play Careless Whisper one time for the boys in the back, (laughs) please. Excited about this one, guys. I'm getting in my grown woman bag. I'm entering my wifey era at full speed and no one can stop me. Because I've been investing in myself and in my kitchen. I used to buy the absolute cheapest cookware I could possibly find. And mm-mm, mm-mm, not the move. The move is high quality, thoughtfully designed, non-toxic, and incredibly cute cookware from, drumroll please, Great Jones. You are welcome. Great Jones cookware is so stunning. You will actually want to cook. It's like getting a new super cute slash hot workout set. You'll be at the gym later that day. No question. My Dutch baby from Great Jones aka the cutest baby pink Dutch oven in the color taffy. I keep that shit on display. That is when I'm not using it. From Dutch ovens to ceramic dishes to nonstick pans, Great Jones has it all. I got my first skillet, you guys. Like, fuck an engagement ring. I can't wait to actually make all the recipes I have saved but never touched because I was ill-equipped. But now, I'll let y'all know when Sleuth's giving dinner is because I am prepared. So upgrade your kitchen and replace those old, rusted hand-me-downs with bold, beautiful, long-lasting pieces from Great Jones. Get started today at greatjones.com and get an extra 15% off your first order with promo code SOFIA. That's greatjones.com, promo code SOFIA. Can you feel it, Sloots? The days are getting warmer and spring has officially sprung, which means spring break is here. Which, for the older folk, that basically means people are going outside, they're staying outside, and they are staying out way longer. 
But the thing is, who wants to deal with those post-party struggles? I know I don't. I mean, I quite literally and physically can't at this stage in my life. And that's where my spring break essential comes in, which is Taste Salute. Say goodbye to the Sunday Scaries with Taste Salute's hydrating drink mixes. Listen, I started my spring break a little bit early last weekend when my best friend Allie came to town and we had a night or two on the town and how I felt honestly come Monday morning was better than any spring break party you can imagine. And that is a rare occurrence for me and has only started happening since I've started drinking Taste Salute religiously. Because unlike those big name brands we all know, Salute knocks it out of the park with their one-of-a-kind flavors. I'm drinking one right now. And no, it's not because I plan on drinking any kind of alcohol, but just because I'm trying to get hydrated and energized, I'm obviously drinking the horchata flavor, but you got to enjoy flavors like cucumber lime, hibiscus, and they even have mocktails now. Say hello to Paloma and strawberry margarita. Filled with electrolytes and vitamins that support hydration and boost immunity with less sugar. I'm talking only one gram of sugar per stick. This is exactly what you need to get your Sunday fun day going, regardless of what the rest of the day entails. And here's the best part. They're sharing the love with all of my listeners. Enjoy 10% off your first purchase with the code SOFIA10 at checkout. That's S-O-F-I-A and the number 10 at Taysalude.com. Cheers to health this spring break season with Taysalude. Look, you've had a long day, your boss is annoying you, your boyfriend is accusing you of something you didn't even do, and your sibling is asking you for money. That's like an everyday thing for me. While I don't have all the answers, I do know that we have the power to change any situation we're in, in a flash, in a snap. We can turn it into a celebration and a little glass of wine is just the thing to turn your day around sometimes. But of course, you just realized you ran out of everything. Luckily for you, our friends over at DoorDash have you covered. If you're in the mood to treat yourself or just want to make sure you are always hostess with the mostess ready, DoorDash is your go-to without you having to move from your couch. And it's convenient. Do you know how heavy a handle of tequila is? How about five of them? Exactly. Plus, the alcohol selection at DoorDash is top-notch. You will find what you're looking for. Beer, wine, mixers, and even mocktails for the non-alcoholic girlies can be delivered straight to your door. So get your drinks in hand without lifting a finger with DoorDash. And use code SOFIA24 to get 25% off up to a $15 value when you spend $35 or more on drinks through DoorDash. For eligible users only, terms apply, must be 21 plus to order alcohol, drink responsibly, delivery and promotions available only in select markets. Starting with a little pop culture, So Kim Kardashian and her sister, Kourtney Kardashian, they have joint TikTok accounts with their kids, North and Penelope, who are eight and nine years old. So North decides to go live without Kim knowing. Mm -hmm. Alex and I watched the TikTok live before we did this. She's basically, it's her and a bunch of her kid friends 
And there's running around the house Mm -hmm. showing people what the fuck was in the house. Yeah. They do that for a little bit. And then they enter Kim's room. And we see Kim in real time finding out that they are live. And she gets mad, obviously. And it became a huge fucking thing. And the comments on that TikTok of North running in Kim's room saying, mom, I'm on live are fucking hilarious. Someone was like, oh, the Kardashians have chargers on the floor next to the bed. They're just like me. (laughs) It kind of like was really interesting to see. And then, oh, and then someone wrote, so weird to see Kim in bed scrolling on her phone in the same position as me right now. Yes. Which it kind of was. Yeah. I need to know what time she was in bed at because like it would be so refreshing if she was just in bed at 2 p.m. like I always am. It would make me feel so good about my life. Yeah. I don't care what she was doing on her phone. I don't care if she was working or scrolling Instagram. It would just make me feel better. For laying in bed just in general. Yes. Kim Kardashian lays in bed. I can lay in bed. Yes. I didn't think she slept. I thought she just like plugged herself in at night or something. (laughs) But actually. Okay. So that fucking happens. And then the funniest part about the entire thing was the text that Mason sent to Kim following the incident. Mm -hmm. Because Mason, Kourtney Kardashian's kid, for those of you who don't know, who is 12 years old, by the way, texts her and says, he goes, hi, I don't want to disrespect North, but I don't think she should do the lives unless someone is with her because people are always screen recording and she might tell information that isn't correct and stuff (laughs) like that, that she will regret. I did the exact same thing as she did. I would do the lives and now I regret one of the things that I said just in case for safety eloquently said Mason for a 12 year old yeah like what the fuck the entire fucking thing is hilarious for so many reasons first of all the fact that Mason sent Kim this text in confidence trying to help and then Kim goes and posts it I know that was like wild for the world to see Oh, I'm sure that's exactly what Mason wanted. He's over here trying to be sincere and look out for his little cousin. And she just puts his shit on fucking blast. (laughs) Mason was probably like, Auntie Kimberly, are you serious? And you're trying to become a lawyer? Like, Oh my God. Liability. She is a fucking liability. It's crazy to think that these kids even have to think in that way. Yeah. There's so many articles written about this situation. Like, it's crazy. It's insane. Like, a nine-year-old girl went live on TikTok, and it's, like, the biggest thing. I want to sit down with every child star or someone that was born famous and pick their brain for seven hours. Yes. I need to know. I need to know what it's like growing up like that. So that fucking happened. And then the comments were turned off. So now you can't leave comments on Mm -hmm. their TikToks, which kind of sucks because that was like the funniest part. Yeah. The fucking comments. Oh my God. People kept commenting, Northy, does your mom have Zell? Cash (laughs) at me real quick. It was fucking funny. But also the mother in me, you know, Okay. Okay, I'm pregnant. Just yeah. the just the older and wiser version of me that is in my child rearing years mm-hmm. and could potentially have a baby and should have a baby within the next, you know, five to ten. Probably minutes. five. Five to ten minutes. Days. Probably in five years I need to have kids, Alex. Ooh. That, that is, is scary, scary thought. There's gonna be more of you in the world. What? I don't know about that. You know what, Alex? Fuck off. Because you know my kids are going to be the coolest. And you will not be allowed to babysit them ever. But (laughs) thank God. Because those kids should not be seeing comments. No. At that age. I'm excited to see this next era of Kardashians, though. Me too. Stormy. (laughs) When Stormy can post TikToks. That one I'm excited for. Stormy goes to school. She's not homeschooled. She does. Well, I mean, there was a video of Kylie dropping Stormy off at the bus. But also that could have completely just been a fake. Yeah. Fucking post. They like hired a 
bus driver. Yeah, like, just so she could feel like she was going to school. And the bus <laughs> driver just drove her around the block and then took her back home. A little simulation. <laughs> yes. Wow, we're never, ever, ever going to be able to get rid of the Kardashians. Nope. No, now there's a whole new, you know, era Legacy. of them. Wow. Well, let's enjoy the content we're getting from the kids now. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's get into a little thing I would like to call Sloot University. Let's dive right in head first. I'm getting head first. I'm getting head first. They're getting ahead after I get my head. Since the holidays are coming up, I thought that this was a perfect time to talk about how much you fucking hate your boyfriend's family. Ooh. <laughs> like, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, everybody. Happy holidays. But even if you don't hate them, you're going to be spending a lot of time with the in-laws, mm-hmm. probably. And that it can just be a little stressful a little daunting. Yes. You know, whether their mom is like a complete bitch to you because she secretly wants her son to herself, Mm -hmm. incest is best. (laughs) I mean, I've dealt with moms like that. Oh, for sure. That literally like they don't want their son with another woman. Yes. They want, it's gross. They want him all to herself. Mm -hmm. Anyways, whether it's that type of situation Or you just feel stressed because you want to impress them and you're going to be spending a lot of time with them. I personally happen to love my man's family. Mm -hmm. I love his family. I rarely see them. So maybe that's why. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'm pretty sure his dad listens to this show, which is terrifying. Oh, great. Mm -hmm. Love you if you're listening. Hey, Dad. Sex with your son is great. (laughs) My pussy's tight. Oh, okay. (laughs) Okay. But even with my exes, I never had conflict with their families. I mean, I've been bored as fuck hanging with them and despised like going over to their parents' place because I had to act like I was obsessed with all of their nieces and nephews asking to go through my fucking Chanel purse with their sticky little grubby hands. (laughs) But it's never been anything serious. But it can be stressful. I remember I dated a dude with super fucking wealthy parents. As in, his dad donated a million dollars one year to the high school we went to. Like that type of wealthy. Holy shit. Okay. And every time... I went over to that house. I was like, okay, Sophia, wear a button-up blouse, be on your best behavior, read a book. It, it, like, it felt like I was like going to a job interview that lasted oh, three days. Holy shit. Not to mention, this is going to be really random, but I don't think that they had ever dealt with their son dating a person of Spanish slash Latin descent. Ooh. I kind of felt like a specimen. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, for sure. I'm white, but in relation to these people, Mm -hmm. I was a foreign object. (laughs) I was a foreigner. Oh my God. I remember we were going to go out on their boat one day and his mom made a comment to me, Sophia, I I brought plenty of sunscreen, but you know, you're so tan and like with that complexion, you probably don't need it or some shit like that. Is that huh? kind of a compliment? Well, thanks, thanks for saying I'm tan, but like, yeah, that's what? weird. I don't need sunscreen. <laughs> I, dude, I swear she said, because I'm brown, your probably. skin is brown yeah. or something like that. That's not the fucking point. The point is, for the most part, I've gotten lucky and I've never had to deal with lunatics. The only time it's annoying, I think, is, and this is probably how my boyfriend feels, is when the family is super, super involved. Mm-hmm. That's when I've noticed it. I dated a dude and I fucking loved his family, but it was like I needed to see his family and his extended family every week or a couple of times a week. And that was just a little much for me. Yeah, I don't fucking know. But usually 
their family is going to be a little different than your family, you know, Mm -hmm. or your family and their family are complete fucking opposites. And navigating that can be a little bit difficult. Yes. My ex's family, like when we would have dinner together, they wouldn't talk. Like it was all. Yeah. Like it was part of their culture thing. Okay. You don't talk when you're eating dinner. At all? Yeah. So like when he came over to our house for dinner, he had Mm -hmm. crippling anxiety because our family is like barnyard animals just like screaming. You can't even hear anyone else talking. Right. Well, that's a great fucking example. My boyfriend, he feels the exact same fucking way at our family parties. Oh, yeah. He has a very chill, calm, small family. I think a lot of people in general, when they come to our family parties, are a little taken aback. Oh, yeah. But then there are families who are just straight up toxic. I mean, yeah, we have a toxic family, but I'm just saying there are in-laws or parents that are really, really bad. Yes. When it comes to your relationship. Yes. They overstep your boundaries. They're way too involved in your guys's life. Like, His mom is, you know, saying at Christmas dinner, honey, you're 33 already. I think it's time to start having babies. I want grandkids. No, you're not allowed to tell someone that. You can tell your son that you're thinking that. Yes. Or, dude, tell me if this has happened. They act like you don't even exist. Yes. The parents that act as if you are just a placement holder and you are just there till he gets his next real girlfriend. Yes. I fuck. I hate that that's, shit. Wait, that's hilarious. My dad to every single boyfriend I've ever had. <laughs> like at this point, they're all named the same thing because he doesn't remember any of their names. Your dad has no fucking clue. No idea. He also has six kids. That's true. And he doesn't know any of our names either. So I don't know why the fuck he would expect to know my boyfriend's name. He calls you the wrong name like three times in a row oh, yeah. before he gets it right. Yep. Um. Then you've got your families who are pushers and make you talk about politics, oh, religion. My God, I hate that. That is the fucking worst. Any fucking, are you vaxxed? Mm-hmm. Are you not? Those, that shit scares me. Parents who are oblivious to real life. And make you sleep in separate rooms because you're not married. Oh, my God. Currently happening to one of our friends. It's fucking hilarious. The mom, the mom showing you how to be a wife. Ew. Showing you how to be wifey material for her son. And she keeps you in the kitchen with her and not in a bonding way. In like a super condescending way. Don't be silly. Jared prefers his steak like this. You don't know what you're doing. Let me show you move aside. That type of shit. Yes. And cuts his steak up into little piece, bite-sized pieces (laughs) for him. Can you imagine? Feeds him. Baby bird feeds him. Mm -hmm. Chews it up in her mouth and then spits it into his. Yep. Um, They just make you feel less than and side with their kid on everything and put the blame on you. I'm trying to think about these in terms of people with children. Like, if you have a kid, the mom trying to out-mom you with your own kid. I've seen that happen. Trying to pin you guys against each other. I mean, there's so many different kinds. And I know there's so many different severities to this shit. Mm -hmm. So it's like, how do we cope with these assholes? How do we make it tolerable so that you don't flip the table at dinner and fucking Teresa Judice it? That is a Real Housewives of New Jersey (laughs) reference. Please Google her and look at her forehead. (laughs) Why? Just everyone listening, please do it. And I'm allowed to say that because you've all seen mine and it's obviously coming from a place of jealousy, but (laughs) fucking Google it right now. But how are we going to deal with a family, especially during the holidays when you're staying at their fucking house? Okay, my advice, play nice. Mm Mm-hmm. Just to make your life easier, you know, make sure you say hi to every single person in the family. That's just manners. You make your rounds, get that out of the way. Take breathers in the bathroom. I love doing that. Mm -hmm. I use the bathroom 27 times when I go to someone else's family gathering. Yes. There's always alcohol you can lean on. Ooh, that's my favorite. That's always a good one. And talk to your boyfriend or girlfriend beforehand and be like, Hey, 
we are leaving this shit at 11 p.m. on the dot and you need to check in on me periodically or I'm going to break up with you. Yes. Definitely have a little talk with your man's or your woman's beforehand. Mm -hmm. My favorite thing, I like to stick with the one tolerable person that they have in the family. Ooh. I will link up with, you know, the always drunk uncle and just sit next to him all night and just ask him his war stories. (laughs) That's hilarious. And then just ignore everyone else. Yeah. You know, Uh after I've already said hi to everybody. And, you know, if you're dealing with some waspy, stuck-up Martha's Vineyard type people, which is what I had in the past. Mm -hmm. Don't feel pressure to impress anybody. Just be yourself. And if they don't fucking like it, they can talk shit about you to your boyfriend later and you can fall asleep knowing that you had the best time getting free food and drinks and laughing to yourself about the ridiculous shit they said. But be yourself. I know it sounds so cheesy, but it's true. I'm not saying act like a shit show. Don't be 100% yourself, you know? (laughs) Yes. Be your best version of yourself. Be yourself, but don't be yourself at all. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Just be someone who could mother the grandchildren. Do you get what I'm saying? No. Be someone that if his parents are looking at you, they're like, okay, like I would feel safe with my son having a kid with her. Oh, for sure. Okay. And vice versa. Good point. Yep. Thank you. Some other things. If a triggering debate comes up, like sex before marriage, (laughs) and you know how fucking dumb it is, don't even waste your breath. Let all of the debates be handled by other people. Just sit there and fucking eat your food. Always have your mouth full. Unless they say something ridiculous. They say something racist, sexually uncomfortable. (laughs) Then you can, you know, go ahead and tell Nancy to fuck off and her (laughs) fucking casserole is disgusting. But stay away from... Political or religious convos, always. What is it? You shouldn't talk sex, politics, and religion? Or is it money, politics, religion? I've never heard any of that. You haven't? These are my favorite topics, to be honest. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, when it comes to the parents, it's common sense to not. But some parents are pushy. Mm-hmm. about it. Take note of the shit that they're saying, but don't even for a second attempt to change their perspective. Chances are they're way, way too far gone. But be respectful of their beliefs, mm-hmm. even if they're not the same as yours. But keep in the back of your head that these could potentially be your kids' grandparents one day. Are these the people you want, you know, taking your kids for the weekend? Mm-hmm. Just keep that in mind. But also, you got to keep your sanity in check at the same time. And I guess my last few tips to ensure that you don't, you know, blow a casket is people love to talk about themselves. Mm -hmm. I think I've said that before. I don't know if you guys or people realize to what extent people love to talk about themselves. Mm -hmm. Just ask them questions. Have them talking the entire time and they will love it. Trust me. Ask them about their grandkids. They will talk for an hour straight. Mm -hmm. People love to talk about their kids and their grandkids. (laughs) I don't enjoy listening, but if it takes, you know, the spotlight off me and me needing to answer, like by all means, Mm -hmm. ask them if you can see your boyfriend's baby pictures. Please. Oh my God. They will pull out a scrapbook within seconds and the entire night will be spent looking at pictures of him and the mom saying, look how adorable. And you thinking to yourself, no fucking way did he look like that. (laughs) That's so funny. Or you could like look around the room (laughs) and take mental notes. Like if you see a fish on the wall, like, (laughs) hey, so like, how long have you been fishing? Or, you know, I don't know, like the dad has like a baseball trophy from when he was 13 (laughs) years old. You'd be like, you're still playing baseball, you know? Wait, that's actually brilliant. That's a really good idea. Mm -hmm. Look around the fucking room. Playfully bully your significant other with one of their (laughs) siblings or parents. I mean, if they're cool, 
I always love to do that. Engage in the embarrassing stories and laugh and make it funny. Mm -hmm. Don't take it too far, though. No. Don't be saying some crazy shit about their kid because then you're in trouble. Yes. But, oh, don't show up empty handed. Ooh, that's a good one. That is, I mean, you better have a bottle of wine or a homemade pie you made for extra fucking brownie points. Yes. That is a guaranteed way for them to like you. Woo, damn. I love the holidays, love the holidays, but they're a lot. Yes. And are can be actually really fucking difficult for a lot of people. Yes. Let's talk about that. My dad gets super, super depressed around the holidays because his family is halfway around the world in New Zealand and he can't see them and they're older and it's, you know, yeah, that would be really hard. Now that you're talking about your dad, like the fact that my dad's birthday is on Christmas Eve and everyone always (gasps) fucking forgets. Dude, that would suck. Like imagine like your birthday being outshined by Christmas. He no. doesn't even have a birthday. Like, you can't even celebrate. That is, fu- that, I don't like that. It's sad. That fucking sucks. But they can be hard in, you know, really, really intense ways too. They can be hard financially. Mm-hmm. You don't know how you're going to get presents for people. Yeah. There's major family drama going on. So to anyone having a tough time this holiday season, Don't forget to take time for yourself. If that means not going home for the holidays, because that is the, you know, that's best for your situation and your mental health. Try not to let anyone guilt trip you or talk you out of it. Mm -hmm. Do what you need to do for yourself. Yes. Anyone with divorced parents know how hard it is around this time. Like to this day, ever since I was like 10 years old, since my parents were divorced, mm-hmm. it's always been a fight. Like, you have to spend Christmas with me. My mom would say, you have to spend Christmas with me. My dad would be like, no, you have to spend it with us. Like, back and forth. And then, like, it's just that's so, so terrible. And then you get in trouble either way. Mm-hmm. Whew, you but... can't, yeah, either way. Whatever way you go, it's like you're fucked. Mm-hmm. One of them is mad. Yep. Wow. I mean, my parents are divorced, but they luckily are civil enough that, like, it's, you know, they, like, plan around each other. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it sucks, but, you know, I am very blessed that I still have both my parents. Like, I know this is right. a hard time for a lot of people because they don't even have family right. to spend with. Right, so. right, right. But everyone deserves a happy holiday. Yes, they do. But I that's a really, really common one is the divorce family mm-hmm. and having to be pulled in every fucking direction. Yes. Ah, just be kind to yourself and be kind to others. Mm -hmm. A lot of people are busting their asses and sacrificing a lot this time of year. And it often causes more stress than holiday cheer. Mm -hmm. So yeah, be nice to people. (laughs) You should always be nice to people, but especially (laughs) fucking now. Yes. Do not put yourself in debt over gifts. (sighs) Are you talking about yourself? Gifts you get for yourself? Thinking about everyone that's getting me gifts. (laughs) I didn't buy one present. Are you kidding? Dude, I haven't either. That's going to be an interesting Christmas. Um, You do not have to go out of your way to see friends and family also who cause harm to you in any way. I know I said that, but like you really don't. Mm -hmm. Put that energy into yourself and whoever you deem deserves it. Your friends are your family. It's been a hard fucking year for everyone. And who knows what the future holds. Use this holiday as a break to take care of yourself. Yes. I love you, Sloots. And with that, let's get into a little thing I would like to call SOS. Save our Sloots questions, stories, advice. And I'm feeling fucking frisky. And so were you guys. So you're in for a treat. Here we go. Apartments.com believes having a gym in your building does way more than just get you in shape. It turns your entire life around and is a great place to scope out the hot guy that lives in your building. And by guy, I mean guys. Having a gym in your building makes it 10 times more likely that you actually end up, show up, and work out. I mean, it's five floors down or whatever it is. And you'll be saving money on a gym membership that you'll go to probably half as much. 
With Apartments.com, finding somewhere to live is easy. Apartments.com hosts more rental listings with over 1 million available units. And with comprehensive search tools and instant alerts, you never have to worry about missing out on the perfect place. Or a treadmill, for that matter. To find whatever you're searching for and more, visit Apartments.com, the place to find a place. 50 high school senior girls descend on Mobile, Alabama every summer to compete for a massive cash prize. It isn't Survivor. It's one of America's most lucrative scholarship competitions for teen girls. It's been around for seven decades. Now you'll hear what took place behind the scenes. From Pineapple Street Studios and Wondery comes the competition. Host Shima Oliai was Nevada's contestant 20 years ago. Now she is returning as a judge to find out what two weeks with 50 of the country's most ambitious teens can tell us about girlhood in America. What happens when the competitors are thrown into the deep end with the best and the brightest? And how does surviving the competition prepare them for everything that comes after? Follow the competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of the competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. Okay, first question. Hi, I have been with my girlfriend about five months now. Her best friend is, to put it nicely, a whore. How much influence would you say a best friend can have in these situations? Would my girl cheat on me because her best friend cheats on everyone she's ever gotten with? Or is it a chance of being the opposite? Thanks. (laughs) Which one of my friend's boyfriends wrote this in? (laughs) Come forward. I love how he was like, to say this nicely, she's a whore. Yeah, super sweet. There's a lot of different fucking words you could have used. Yes, but you are, in fact, a whore, so. Me? Yeah, because you said which one of my friend's boyfriends wrote yes, this in. Yes, thank you. That has actually been a problem for me in my life. I have so many close girlfriends whose boyfriends fucking hate me and hate the fact that they're friends with me. Really? I've had uh, friends' boyfriends tell them that they don't want them hanging out with me in general. Why? Because you're like a bad influence or like literally what? I mean, I think my reputation is like horror. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) The podcast is very sexually explicit. I've cheated on every boyfriend I've ever had. Mm -hmm. Like start going down a list. Like, damn. Okay, go off. <laughs> Should I add some? Probably go for it. <laughs> no. And also, I don't think they like that I have followers on social mm. media. And if I post my friends, they think dudes are going to slide in, which they do. And it's yeah. like, fuck off. Yeah, that's so annoying. I Ew. mean, this guy and your friend's boyfriends mm-hmm. just sound... So self-conscious and so Beyond. insecure. Like, you need to work on your trust issues yeah. before you can even, like, move on with this relationship because… Actually, he really thinks uh, an outside force like that can cause his girlfriend to cheat. It screams insecure. It's so fucking icky. And sorry, don't mean to be a bitch because obviously you're a listener. So I appreciate that a lot. But… How do you listen to a show like this one and write in a question like that? Seriously. First of all, we don't use terms like whore to speak negatively on women. Mm-mm. Whore is empowering. 100%. There you go. Secondly, any sexual act or hoe activity that I've ever partaken in was on my own accord. <laughs> Not because my friend was in the other room sucking dick. Yeah. Not because she begged me to come with her somewhere. No. So if your girl's going to cheat on you, it's because she wants to do it. So Mm -hmm. grow some balls, focus on your own relationship, and stop worrying about what her best friend does with her pussy. Yes. Thank you, next caller. Oof. Sticking it to A little passionate. Yes. Okay, next. Hi, it's me again. (laughs) 
I love this. We probably read her questions like five times. (laughs) I love that. Okay, I stalk a girl on TikTok because I'm fucking lame. I look it up because it's literally so cringe. She posts videos of her stupid dogs and her used Range Rover. (laughs) Please tell me if someone else does this. I hate stalk her. I am not jealous. She's ugly as fuck. Can't do her eyebrows or makeup. Has a greasy ass forehead. Fucked up teeth. Anyway, is it normal to just watch a person's videos because you hate them? Maybe Alex with a psychology degree can just tell me I'm a nutcase. Please tell me to knock my shit off. (laughs) Damn, girl. Alex, with your psychology degree, what do you have to say? Girl, if you're a nutcase, I'm a nutcase too (laughs) because I absolutely... I wouldn't say hate stock. Mm-hmm. This kind of feels like bullying. It's 100% bullying. I don't care. But like these people do it to themselves. Okay. Like you're so cringy and it's so entertaining for some reason. It's hilarious. I will sit there for hours and just laugh at these people because <laughs> they're so fucking cringy. And honestly, I think I'm allowed to do that because I'm sure people hate stock my account. Like I'm <laughs> like it's cringy as fuck. I do all the trends. I see Charlie D'Amelio post a TikTok. I'm like, okay, I need to do that trend. Mm-hmm. Your shit, I mean, a lot, most of it is really fine, really good, but you posted some cringy shit. Mm-hmm. And I don't hate stalk you because I'm with you every single day and I just hate you every single day mm-hmm. in person. Yeah, okay. But I don't think it's bullying if you're not leaving comments and shit. Is it? Me leaving comments. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, I guess you're right. I mean, it's just like a mean thing. I actually, when I find someone that cringy, I just unfollow. There is this one particular girl on Instagram that I am obsessed with and stalk the fuck out of. And there's like a little bit of hate and a little bit of jealousy, but it's mostly I'm just bewildered by her. I don't know why. Ooh, I want to see her. I'm going to show you her. She does her makeup like a raccoon, but she's beautiful. Something about her life I'm just infatuated with. Yes. And it's, she doesn't even have that many followers at all. I just got obsessed with her one day and I couldn't let it go. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the fuck it was. I do feel a little cringe reading the question though, because... Yeah. In this person's defense, and I'm not talking about the person that wrote in the question. I'm talking about the greasy forehead, bad eyebrows. Yeah, that she hates stocks. Why are we emphasizing that it's a used Range Rover? That's a great question. That's the real question here. Because I don't know about y'all, but most people aren't buying brand new $90,000 Range Rovers off the lot. Pre-owned cars are pretty common Mm -hmm. and very, very smart financially. A new car driving it off the lot depreciates in value by thousands and thousands of dollars. So out of all the things, out of all the bitchy things you said about her, that one I I don't think counts. I would love to know this girl who wrote in's opinion on the fact that you don't even have a car. And my car, like the front of it is falling off, (laughs) the bottom is falling off, like... I don't want you to see what my car looks like. I fucking wish I had a used Range Rover. I know. Actually, though, damn. I wonder what type. Yeah, I want to know what type of car this girl has. I'm positive people hate stalk me. Mm -hmm. You you just, you can't really be on social media and not have cringy moments. Haters and cringy moments. Yes. Both of those. But I do understand the stalking. Me too. But. If it's something you're that passionate about and it's taking up hours of your day, maybe find a hobby. All right. (laughs) Next fucking question. Will you do me the honors, Alex? I would love to. Because I've been doing a lot of the talking. Mm -hmm. Okay. Sophia, I love you so much. I've been subscribed since day one. Aw. Cute. I love that. Love you, Slew. Can you please talk about stealthing, a.k.a. when a partner secretly removes a condom during sex without the other person's consent. This happened to me last weekend and I was not even aware there was a term for it. Me neither. Has this ever happened to you? Can you give some more attention to how completely fucked up this is? It's one thing to give consent to not use a condom, which I have done in my past on occasion, especially when I'm drunk, but another completely different thing to be told a condom is necessary 
and then sneakily remove it. Again, I love you. I love you too. And that has happened to me. Has that happened to you? Hell no. Never? No. I like never even like thought about this concept. I know there are people like so evil. Yeah. I can't believe that's never happened. It's very fucking common Mm-mm. and very fucked up. I did not know there was a word for it. Stealthing. That's fucked up. It's, it is beyond fucked up. I remember it happened to me and I didn't realize till after the fact when he came and it was all over me. And mm-hmm. I was like, why is the cum not in a condom? And he was like, oh, yeah, I took it off. And I was furious. That's disgusting. It, it's 100% sexual assault. And I'm sorry this happened to you. Yeah. In my opinion. I didn't know there was a name for it, but people definitely do this shit and they try to be sneaky. Consent should not be that hard of a concept, but people are fucked up clearly. Yes. Especially men and when it comes to women and sex with them. It's like so crazy because like, I think we talked about this in a previous episode, like men are so scared to like get you pregnant and shit, Mm -hmm. but then like they're the ones that do shit like that. It's like, I know. Okay. You ready for a kid? Like it makes no fucking sense and it's just beyond inappropriate. And I would have backhanded him. So send me his socials, send me his name, (laughs) send me everything. I'm going to put that little motherfucker on blast. Okay, next question. Hi, Sophia and Alex. Love the pod and you both. Can you please give some love to the plus size community and mostly plus size women? As a man, I have privilege in just the fact that I know most of the time people are not judging my body and I'm sick of men and sometimes other women coming for the plus size queens of the world. Love you both and Mary Sloopmas. That is really cute. Okay. I love that as a man, you recognize your privilege yes. in this. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. That self-awareness. mm daddy. But (laughs) this whole plus size thing is, you know what it makes me think about? What? Is there is an Instagram IG influencer, like famous girl, Mm -hmm. Sophia Jamora. Do you follow her? Yeah. Super fucking hot. Okay. And my mom actually was Googling her name because she saw me following her and was like, oh my God, it's Sophia spelled with an F. I want to see where she's from. Mm -hmm. So my mom types Sophia Jamora into Google. And the first thing that shows up is Sophia Jamora is a plus size model. What? And my jaw dropped. I was like, In what fucking world is that a plus size model? That's insane. I guess in the modeling world, but not not really. She's just curvy. Yeah. And I am I crazy? I thought times had changed and we that wasn't a thing anymore. Yeah, same. Because like like you said, in the modeling world, but not in the real world. The standard is really fucking crazy. In the 90s, okay. I don't know if you were born yet. Yes, you were. <laughs> yes, I was. Um, in the 90s, the super fucking skinny heroin chic thing was cool, right? Mm-hmm. That was the in thing, was to look like you were dying mm-hmm. on the runway. Oh, okay. Now, I swear to God, with Instagram and everything else and all, who are the hottest girls right now? Fucking Sophia Jamora. What's the other one? What's the one that my brother thinks is super hot with a big butt? Who? What is her name? Summer Ray. Summer Ray. Summer Ray. Yes. It's like BBLs. People want like thick, right? Yes. They want a thicker girl. So I just, I found this very interesting because I thought we had advanced as a society, but I also just hate how plus size quotation marks models are depicted as thicker girls, but still with these perfect hourglass shapes. Not everyone has that. Most don't actually. And Mm -hmm. it's fucking annoying. Yeah. I mean, social media really does affect your mental health, like Mm -hmm. especially with like, quote unquote, the body standard Mm -hmm. that like is shoved down our throats every time we open the freaking apps. And especially with you know, Photoshop and like Facetune and all right. those things, and a lot of these 
influencers lie about it. They all lie about it. Yeah. Let me just say that. You lie about it. Uh, I mean, I'll do a little tweak here and there, but (laughs) I actually recently have just like basically stopped fixing my photos. Really? Yes. I posted a picture with cellulite the other day. Proud of you. Usually in the past, I would have been like, oh my God, make the butt bigger, cover up the cellulite, all those things. And I've just started to embrace the real more. Everyone should be doing that. Everyone should be doing that. And I love this question. Anyone that is out there and coming for the plus size queens of the world, go fuck yourself. Mm -hmm. We're not down. Okay, guys. And with that, I think that's all I've got. Happy holidays. Hope you enjoyed this week's episode, you guys. If you did, please send to your friends who maybe need a little cheering up, a little warm hug via audio. Cute. Ooh, I was about to say I will see you next week, but there's not going to be an episode next week, you guys. I will be back the following week, the first week of January, with some improvements. Mm-hmm. Mm. So stay tuned. And then we will be back to our regularly scheduled programming from then on out. I love you guys. Alex, where can they find you? You can find me at Alex Franco underscore meow on Instagram. What about TikTok? And TikTok, of course. If Sophia, you guys- where can they find you? <laughs> you can find me everywhere. Really everywhere except OnlyFans. Sophia with an F. Franklin with a Y. I post my ass. Sometimes I post funny prank calls and um, (laughs) I post a lot of random shit. Go follow me. Okay, guys, love you so much and happy holidays again. Bye.